Welcome, everybody, to our 96th episode. This is The Bargain Den, and I'm Donna. That was so loud. That was extremely loud. Sorry. I'll probably have to edit that whole kerchunk almost inaudibly, because it was so loud. It was very loud. Thank you. Did you achieve your goal? Have you happily interrupted the whole podcast? (laughs) My goodness. I thought it would be funny if I did it. I'm sorry. Go on. Please proceed. I don't remember what we were talking about. You just have to introduce yourself, Mr. Podcast Interrupter. I'm sorry. What was that? I'm Brandon. I'm sorry. We couldn't hear you over the... Um, Over the the bubbles. Over the bubbles, yeah. Can't hear the bubbles. Well, go Oh, now I'm scared. I don't actually want you to put it on the floor. That's a catastrophe waiting to happen. I'm kidding. If you can't hear the bubbles in there, you can't... Oh, I felt like I could, though. Oh, no. (laughs) It's a bubbly drink. It's a bubbly drink. Do we want to start this episode over again? Nope. Okay. That's how it starts. What's your name? My name's Brandon. Gosh. <laughs> how are you winning at this episode? Do you do we do you do that? Do you feel do you feel like one of us is like winning or well, losing no. at any given point of podcast? I don't feel like this is ever a competition between you and I. Nah, you're right. <laughs> I, that would be weird if I did, huh? <laughs> yeah. It would be. Okay, well, good. It's weird that you bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this is the bargain, Dan. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of two people watching movies and then talking about, you know, are they frugal? Do they represent the bargain nation? Say pretty much anything. These are the questions that stump all of us, and Brandon and I are here to answer those questions for you. That's what we do. So, what you know, at one point we were digging in bargain bins. That's not a thing anymore. That is not a thing anymore. (laughs) So, we're adapting, and now we're also having school projects that require movies. So, welcome to episode 96. And what movie do we watch? Well. Because <laughs> I don't remember it. This episode, we're going to talk about Joe Bell and America. Normally, normally I am, I, I am of the remembering of the episodes. Yeah, normally I'm not, but I had to read a book and watch a movie over this for class, so. Here we are. So it was free because my teacher shared it with us. Frugal. Frugal. Um, this was based off of a book by Earl Lovelace, Lovelace, I don't know, I should know how to say that by now, but it's called A Brief Conversion and Other Short Stories, and Joe Bell in America is one of those short stories, but then they kind of put in a few things from some of the other short stories, so apologies in advance, because the first part of what we do here is explain the movie. And it takes about... Two seconds. And that's being, I mean, it's just. It doesn't, it won't take long. You'll understand. But beyond that, I'm going to, like, just ahead of times, like, I don't 
I'm having a hard time separating the book from the movie because the part in the curtains here. It's been a few weeks since we actually watched this, so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, mostly the fact that I really, like, three things happened nine times in this movie, and then it ended. Three things nine times. That's very true. Yeah. So, here's the deal. Where it takes place... Gonna spoil it, by the way. Yeah, we're gonna spoil this <laughs> very popular movie that you've probably all been wanting to see. Of course. I think it came out quite a few years ago, but... um. Oh my god. I don't even remember where they're at. Fuck. Jamaica? I think they're in Jamaica. It's one of those islands. This is horrible. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> uh, the class was like Caribbean studies, so now I can't remember which Caribbean island it was. It's okay. Fuck my life. Okay, here we go. I can do this. Joe Bell wants to go to America. <laughs> And he uh, gambles a lot, and he ends up winning enough money to probably go to America. Well, at the same time, he's been visiting this girl, Alicia, at the snack bar lunch place. And they've got a little bit of a thing going now. Yeah. And he's going to let her come, like, meet him in America once he gets there. Mm-hmm. And his parents think he, his mom thinks he's crazy, dreaming too big, so she's trying to dissuade him. And then Alicia's mom thinks she's crazy for, for chasing this guy, just trying to dissuade her. But he's going to go. He's going to go. But the problem is he needs a passport, and he can't get a letter of recommendation from the police. So instead he buys a passport. Illegally. And adopts a fake personality. So he becomes American. <laughs> Which, I think he had a cowboy hat on. What? Yeah, and like a big coat and a mm-hmm. cigar. Oh yeah, he always spoke and shades. And so he's going through security, and they're like, nah, you need extra screening. So they take him to a separate room, and they interrogate him. And they're asking him all these questions about where he was born and what he was doing outside of the States. And, you know, his passport says he's a veteran or something. And But Joe Bell is just too good. He has He's answers. got the whole persona. Yep. Whole thing down. But then... But then they ask him to recite the alphabet. And the moment they do this, he knows it's over for him. That's in the book. That wasn't part of the movie. He kind of... As he recites the alphabet, he thinks back, and he's like, man, I've got so far. Yeah. Anyway, though, he's going through the whole alphabet, and then he finally gets to the end of the alphabet, and he says, X, Y, and... Z. And then the other guy goes, ha, got you, you bastard. And about... That was exactly, like, that's exactly how it sounded, too. It was that much emotion and that much acting. I got you, you bastard. That was perfect. And that was the end. It yeah, was a joke. He, like, he gets taken off to wherever he gets taken off to and doesn't get to go to America. And it's because he said Zed. 
That's it. It's that was the that was a movie. It was a joke. It's like ah, what do you know? What do they do at TSA to stop uh, people from the UK coming to the United States? They make them say the alphabet because when they get to the end, they say Z instead of Z. To, that was the movie. To be fair, I took it very humorously because I just think that's the most ridiculous, ridiculous thing ever. It's not that ridiculous. And then the acting in it on top of it was just, <laughs> was like, so icing on the cake. It was so good. It was. I mean, <laughs> it was amazing, but it was... it was. Aha. I got you, you bastard. Also, I don't know if we expressed this. This movie was, like, was written... The, the story was written by somebody who lived on those islands. Mm-hmm. The movie is made by somebody who lives in, on those islands as well. Yeah. So this is not... This this would, I mean, I don't know how else to say. Just I mean, in terms of skill level, like if certain aspects of things was like student film level, like mm-hmm. quality camera wise. Now, as far as storytelling, like they told a cohesive th- story through film, mm-hmm. like more successfully than m- millions of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it it actually was a really good movie. It was mm-hmm. really pretty and. I say pretty, like, it was pretty, it was good. No. But it was beautiful. I, I, I don't know, it was it was really good. Um, it seemed like most, if not all, of the actors were also genuinely Jamaican. And there was a couple other little, like, side and subplots, friends, kind of going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that sense, it was really cool, like, kind of a slice of life yeah. movie. Uh, it was also incredibly hard to understand. Oh yeah, illegible. It was. <laughs> it was the uh, that. <laughs> it was amazing because it was. It was a different language. That's a different language. Yeah, it I mean, sounds like English. They were speaking like Jamaican Creole, like English. Yeah, if they want to call that English, that's totally fine, and I'm not not meaning any offense by that. Like, it's just I cannot understand it. Seriously, I'm not playing around. I'm not joking. I can kind of break it down in the same way that if I had a little bit better understanding, like a tiniest bit of Spanish, I could like know the baby steps around a conversation. Same thing. No, that's pretty accurate. Like I felt I had quite the advantage understanding this. Having read the book, it was like, I mean, like reading a book and then watching the movie in Spanish, like... Better yet, yeah, if you hadn't read the book and you couldn't see the picture, you wouldn't have... Uh, Ooh, yeah. I'd be very, very, very lost. Yeah. That would be a very interesting thing to do. I would love, actually, to show that movie to somebody. Oh, my God. Audio only. Holy shit. Just to see. See what they can pick up. You know, it's funny, though. um, The teacher played a clip later Mm -hmm. for class. And I understood them much better. <laughs> well, you know... <laughs> but maybe that's partly, um, like, I saw it before, you know, like... Yeah. Did you know, as a fun uh, side note, FAQ, Willow sings uh, Jamaican style. Like, if you ever listen to her music, she'll say, like, tings, and she'll say certain... Phrases that are Jamaican slang and stuff. It's just kind of cool. Hmm. Anyway, 
So what I wanted to say here when I was talking about it being funny to me is that on a more serious note, if, if you don't mind, um, it is quite the comment on society because the reason he says Zed is because they were, they had all received British educations, right? And because of the colonization of this place, he's doubly disadvantaged. Like, disadvantaged just by being colonized. And then disadvantaged again because his colonization keeps him from this new opportunity and living his dream. That's all. Hmm. So... The Zed thing's actually also really sad underlying the surface level ridiculousness that I laughed out, laughed at audibly. But then, like, underneath that was a layer of, like, damn, that sucks. Well, this feels a little too deep for this dive. <laughs> so, anyway, I think it represents the Bolshevik okay. Revolution, <laughs> but. Ooh, we're a little long in the tail. What? Goodness. This is going to take two minutes. It's going to be a short one. Yeah. Famous last words. No, these are clearance aisle. But yeah, was it frugal, though? But yeah, was it frugal, though? Mm, yes. I feel like they used people around the town. You know, people they had, they knew. Okay, okay. So there was a scene where Joe Bell goes to the snack diner thing and he orders a meal it's kind of like a big deal it's a little expensive and he he gives her a gift but then he like barely touches his meal and he leaves and then his friend comes in and like starts eating the meal <laughs> so i was gonna say not frugal because he spent the money on the meal but also Frugal, because the food didn't go to waste. Like, it got ate. It did got ate. I don't know. There wasn't much that wasn't frugal. How he dressed at the end as an American, a little too extravagant, a little not frugal. Yeah, not frugal. Could have done some research, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no. There, pretty much everything was frugal about this one. <laughs> Well, what else was frugal? So here's a not frugal point is when the respective mothers are trying to dissuade Jobel and Alicia, they take them to get like cleansed and they do all this different stuff and I don't know. I'm sure that's not super cheap. At the very least, it takes resources, holy water and stuff. So, not True. frugal. Because it clearly didn't work either. They still wanted to go. True. Here's a not frugal. Dude spent bukus of money on this fake passport that he himself knew didn't look like mm -hmm. him. And it didn't work for him. And I don't necessarily know what else he would have done. Bribe the police was his other option, but that might have worked better, TBH. Probably. There would have been ways. Could have kept working at it, you know? Yeah, just Moved. keep on chipping. 
chipping away. Moved to, to, what was it, Venezuela with his brother? Oh, yeah. He stopped in Venezuela on the way, so it was supposed to be easier to get through customs. Mm-hmm. And stayed with his brother for a bit, and his brother was like, stay here. And Jobo was like, I don't want to have to learn Spanish. I fucking forgot about that. You know, I, I, now I'm turning away because I think that Jobel was not a very patient character in this story. Interesting. Okay. So you think maybe it could have, would have, should have been frugal if he had only been patient. True. All right. I can dig that. I can dig that. So then does that make that not frugal? I think so. And then our lesson is like patience, patience something, something about patience then, right? Yeah, because I don't want to tell people to watch this movie because I think it's going to be impossible to find it, so. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly have no idea how my teacher found it and and shared it with us, but. But. Yeah, so patience. Patience is a virtue. I feel like that one might already be taken, but... (laughs) What about, like... Patience is key... Key to frugality. (laughs) Okay. It's pretty good. That was pretty good. I like it. Yeah? You might have nailed it with that one. Okay, cool. Oh, are you adding it? I'm... Yeah... Well, so, Before I forget. Yeah, it's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. We we may or may not be conducting a spreadsheet currently. Because we may or may not be closing in on an episode number that we feel as though we should celebrate. Although now I have to figure out how to change... Oh, Jesus. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, you'll find out, people, listeners... This has been the bargain den. Let's thank some people. Uh, will you look up the the bargainer? Only if while I do, you look up. I believe we got a voicemail. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. Get okay. my voicemail. While you go do that, thank people. I want to thank you for listening. We appreciate you tuning in, our loyal fan base, and I want to thank Anchor for hosting our podcast and just like what Brandon's about to play for us, you can go on there and leave us a voice message and we'll maybe play it on the podcast or maybe we'll cut it out and everything I'm saying now will make no sense. And I want to thank Sarah Anastasia for our beautiful cover art and I want to thank the Lounge Kittens for letting us use their cover of Dirty Deeds for the podcast. And I want to thank this cat. (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah, you can leave us a voicemail. So this is in response to the Tiger King. Donna, I don't know if you remember this, but on your ninth birthday, I took you and your brother to Home Depot where there was somebody there with a bunch of tiger cubs. And for a certain amount of money, you could get your picture taken with the tiger cubs, giving them a bottle. And I still have the pictures of you and David each um, giving, giving a tiger cub a bottle. And... I thought that was really cool until I watched Tiger King and realized just what a a terrible industry it is, um, raising these tiger cubs and then, um, 
when they're too old to to be part of it, it's just they're just basically discarded into roadside zoos and terrible conditions. So um, I officially want to apologize for that. And uh, thank you for a great episode. And see you later. Bye. So what do you have to say for yourself, Donna? So actually, I think I told you about this after we watched this. Mm-hmm. personally, off podcast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dude, that might have been him. I don't know, you know? I'm I'm pretty sure I did the same thing as a kid. I'm not... It's fine. Like, See, on a less serious note, because that was a bit serious, but also, like, a little important. I don't, I don't know. If, if something good came out of that, you know? But, like... Sure. That's... W- but, hey, we But, like, on a less serious note... That picture looked fucking horrible. I hate that picture. (laughs) Because they made us look into the sun to take the picture. And I couldn't. I couldn't look and keep my eyes open. So they ended up taking the picture while I was, like, looking away and, like, (laughs) squeezing my eyes shut and grimacing. And so it looked horrible. And I hated that picture. So that's my story. But You're sticking to it. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm sorry, too, Mom. I'm sorry I was so ungrateful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad... Now that we've gotten all that out in the open. Yeah, I'm glad that the air is cleared. I can see clearly now. The shame is gone. (laughs) The tiger shame is gone. (laughs) Yes. Who's our bargainer? Was I supposed to check that? Yeah, I told you while I did the... Uh, I was doing the thank yous. This would never happen on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, well, he has assistance and gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How does that feel? Am I winning? <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are. Our bargain air is still crazy with the cheese whisk. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. This podcast needs to be over. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. Pinch those pennies. Stay frugal.